This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, first. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason, brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. With your host, John Rush. All right, I'm your host, John Rush, Rush to Reason, KLZ 560. Thanks for tuning in. Richard Battle joining us now for hour number two as we fire things off. Richard, welcome. How are you, sir? John, good afternoon. We're doing great. I'm glad to be with you. Always a joy having you, Richard. Let's talk about uh, wounds and how a lot of them, in fact, the deepest ones, are self-inflicted. Well, this is one of those things where it's an advantage to be a, a little older than a, a young adult because when you look back on life, or at least I do, I see the many successes and I can see my Lord's hand in helping me do things. But then when I look at my setbacks and failures, most of them were caused by self-inflicted wounds because of improper decision parameters, if you will. And to me, if we can minimize those, yeah. we can be more successful when we make decisions. And also keep our eyes and ears open and learn from others that may have done the same thing. And, and not, again, not saying that you got to mimic everybody and that every single mistake somebody makes doesn't mean that somebody else can't you know, do that in a different manner and still be successful. But typically, Richard, when we keep our eyes and ears open and listen to what other people have done in not the right manner, we can learn from that. Well, yes, and as I say, smart people learn from their experiences. Brilliant people learn from the experiences of others. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay, so so really quick, wh- why is it so hard for some to do that? Well, I think that it's because we think better of ourselves. I think our natural inclination is to think that we can make decisions without others' input or consultation or looking at historical precedents that we know what we're doing. I know I've certainly done that more times when I look back on failures and I wish I would have. I think there's our desires and our egos uh, because I think fame, money, and Self-interest or ego are the three things that get in our way to effective decision making. Uh, yeah, I can't, I can't argue that, and I think they cloud our judgment at time when it comes to you know making the proper decisions. And then I think, uh, and, and you, you know, you're saying it in the things that you're saying, our own pride, if you would, well, I can do it better than the other person. Just because they feel failed doesn't mean that I'm going to. Those sorts of things, I think, also creep up. And, and, and by the way, just because someone else failed doesn't mean that you will. But if that pattern of, you know, I'll use the business example, Richard, if there's, and you know, you know what I'm probably going to say here. 
There's an old saying that if a restaurant dies on a corner, it's likely every other restaurant coming in will die on said same corner over time because there's typically something wrong with that corner as to why businesses keep dying. Yet somebody will still come along and say, oh, you know what? I've got a better mousetrap. I'll make it work. And rarely does that work. Well, yes, and uh, I've had clouds, but I've also had tornadoes cloud my judgment. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> as well. <laughs> and so when we look at that, look at the fame issue, and look at all the striving for fame that we see today to achieve it, or even more so to hold on to it. And look at Madonna. I think she's the best example mm. right now of how she just will not give up and is doing all these things that are negative on one end, just trying to retain fame. Yeah, she's. you're right. That's probably one of the best examples as we speak of somebody that just doesn't seem to want to give up the, the, the baton to age. Let's face it, Richard. I mean, as we get older, things change. That doesn't mean that we have to age, you know, uh, ungracefully. You know, you can age gracefully and still look very good. There's a lot of individuals that still look really good when they're, when they're old. And by the way, didn't have to have a lot of help along the way to get there. A lot of it has to do with how they lived and so on. Unfortunately for Madonna, though, she hasn't really done what I just said, Richard. <laughs> oh, that's true. And uh, we look at money. Uh, the love of money is the root of all evil, as we're told in Scripture. And we look at people that have so much money, and yet they're not happy either because mm. if they love money, there is never enough. And True. So there is no happiness. True. And, and I think the key word there, and, you know, we, we could make a whole hour out of this, is the love of. It, it's not money in and of itself. In fact, money's talked about in Scripture more than probably any other. Well, I do know it's more than any other topic in Scripture because it's very important. It's how we actually function in life, help others, and so on. And it's the love of or the worship of this. the problem. Money itself isn't the issue. It's the worship of that is. Yes. And then the third thing is ego or puffing ourselves yep. up. And we all know people who put their self-interest above everyone and not only do they hurt their efforts, but they drive away people who are most likely to love them or want to help them because of that selfish behavior. And, and that's something that I think, if we're all honest, every single one of us, myself included, has had times you know, and or just struggle with that on an ongoing basis where they've got to make sure that they're not center, that other people are. And I'll be the first to admit, Richard, us type A personalities where we're running strong and hard and doing things almost all the time, nonstop. Uh, you know, are we doing it because we, you know, it's us, it's our personality. Are we doing it out of selfish interest? I think there's times where we need to put ourselves in, you know, keep ourselves in check, if you would, to make sure that we're doing it for the right motives. Well, I agree with that. And the other thing, and short-term pursuits affect all of these. The other thing that I think help us with type A personality, sometimes in the short term it may look more selfish, but if people understand that we're on a long-term mission and we're trying to do things that have longer-term impacts, I think sometimes they'll understand that the shorter-term may appear differently than what long-term is. Well, and we, let's, let's move into that. I, th- I think you're correct on that, that long game, if you would, whether it be you know, your business, whether it be something financially, whether it be in a relationship. I mean, you name it. Let's face it, the, the long game, which, by the way, I just will throw this in really quick. The left does a better job at playing the long game than we do. It's one of the weaknesses I think we as conservatives had. We, we don't look long-term like we should. And, and frankly, Richard, that's, that's one I can't answer. I don't know why we don't. 
Well, in that sphere, the left has an advantage over conservatives because they are the group that loves the game and the process. Mm. Conservatives would rather not have to be involved. They'd rather be pursuing non-government or non-public policy type events. If we had a stable system, if you had a game like Monopoly with a set set of rules and you knew they were going to stay that way, conservatives just want to go out and play the game. True. The left always wants to go in and change the process and the game itself. That's very, very true. No, I, you know what? I can't, I can't argue that. So bottom line, I think this is something we all have to ask ourselves. Why are we doing this? What's in it in the end? Who's really benefiting when it's all said and done? And most importantly, Richard, what's the plan to actually get there? And again, I, 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 you could apply this to almost every single area of life. And I know some things in life aren't, you know, aren't uh, as well planned or can be as well planned as others. Let's face it, sometimes you just have to run with whatever you've shown up with and whatever happens, and it's an immediate decision you have to make and you move on. But other things, especially when it comes to finances and things like that, we really do need to look at that long game and make sure we plan things out accordingly. Well, yes, and our culture has evolved so much during our lifetimes to push us into faster decisions with mm-hmm. less consultation. Mm-hmm. Uh, texting does that. Yes. We have that uh, fast food restaurant mentality where we want to order it and receive satisfaction immediately, and, and our best decisions are not made that way. Napoleon, in his day, only opened his mail once every three weeks. And he figured that if something was unimportant, his subordinates would take care of it. And if it was important, he would take care of it then. Now, we can't wait three weeks like that, but the, the premise is still true that we do not have to succumb to the urgency others put on us in important decisions. Yeah, um, I'm, and that's one of those that I'm still, at age 58, Richard, <laughs> still learning that there's times where, okay, John, take a breath. You don't have to respond to this right now. In fact, maybe you should sleep on this and respond in the morning. There's nothing here that's really that important that you need to take care of it right this second. I'm as guilty as anyone on that one, and there's times where I literally have to just say, okay, I I, I get it. In fact, I'll think of these particular discussions we're even having amongst you and I on days like today, and I'll be reminded of what we're talking about and say, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, Richard told me, take a breath, so I need to do that. Well, and I've been guilty much more so when I was younger than I hope I am now, but I can relate to it because, again, I think that's an achievers or type A personality is to want to get things done and move yep. on to the next thing. And, and we cause some of our own injuries we by do. doing that sometimes. We do. And that's a learned behavior that we have to mature and get better at over time. For me, Richard, and again, I'm just being very personal with everybody, when you're an auto technician, and you've spent really a good portion of your life fixing things, I'm a fixer. So when something comes along that you need to get involved in and fix, I want immediate results. I know what the answer is, especially in that case, if I do know what the answer is, I want to get that done, handled, and over with because I'm I'm that type of an individual. I'm that fixer. And unfortunately, Richard, especially when it comes to relationships, not everybody wants everything fixed that quickly. Well, and I agree, and I didn't have that particular position, but I agree with the fixer mentality, and that uh, urge has not served me very well in dealing, especially (laughs) with ladies who don't want fixers. No, they want to listen. They want you to be a listener, not a fixer. (laughs) 
Yes, and uh, I purposely did not go into psychotherapy because I didn't want to be a listener. <laughs> I, uh, I, everybody that knows me knows that's just not my forte. My my family and kids make fun of me all the time because, no, that's just not something I would be very good at. I would stink exactly. at that, Richard. But when we go through, I, I, I think we can simplify trying to minimize self-inflicted wounds by three things. If we, one, if we love God yeah. and want to serve His purpose for us and mm-hmm. seek that purpose, that will make us happy True. and content. If True. we serve others and look to serve others with every decision we make, that will help us be happy. And then if we live every day thinking about our impact today, tomorrow, and eternity, and if we think about that, and that was one thing Stephen Covey was so good at in the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, visualizing our uh, funeral service mm-hmm. and how we wanted people to remember us and make decisions yeah. to generate that fulfillment. In other words, live every day for the long game. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I agree, Richard. Always good stuff. Enjoy talking to you. And I don't know about everybody else, and I'm not trying to be selfish here, Richard, but frankly, I get enough out of this every Wednesday that these are things that I will take to heart and remember moving forward. And if I do, I hope other people do the exact same thing because I enjoy this very much. Well, thank you, and I do as well. We have to be lifelong learners and learn every day from, our again, our experiences and the experiences of others. True. I hope that listeners pick up something, and if they do, it's great, because that's what my objective is, is just try to share things to help people win every day. Lord bless you, Richard. We appreciate it very much. RichardBattle.com is the place to go, by the way, to buy all of Richard's books and all the great things that he has there as well. And again, Richard, we're indebted to you. Thank you for what you do each week. Thank you so much, John. God bless America. God bless you, Richard. Thank you very much again. Roof Max is up next. Roof Savers of Colorado, I should say, Dave Hart. And whether you just have a repair that needs done, you'd like to extend the life of your roof, or you need a complete replacement, Dave can do it all. 303-710-6916. You need a roof that is going to keep you and yours protected from the Colorado elements this winter. But having a reliable, functioning roof doesn't mean you should have to compromise your bank account. Here at Roof Savers Colorado, we try to save every client from the expense of a costly replacement with a rejuvenation treatment. This 100% plant-based product gives you new roof performance without new roof costs. But sometimes a replacement is absolutely necessary. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we believe in helping you determine the right solution for your family. For any roofs that do not qualify for the treatment, we work with your insurance so you can get the replacement you need. Contact Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado today, and he will inspect your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. Call 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com today to ensure your family is protected. All right, Affordable Interest Mortgage, Kurt Rogers. Anything you need when it comes to a mortgage, give Kurt a call. He is my broker, 720-895-0500. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913% the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, $1,000 
511 the second, 262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take aim. 720-895-0500. Three to one buy downs available up to 95% loan to value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298191, and rates subject to change. All right, Premier Home Remodels, anything you need when it comes to remodeling, not repairs, but remodeling, they're licensed and insured, 720-619-8773. You want to remodel, but you're nervous about making such a big investment in the wrong company. Premier Home Remodels is always transparent with their communication and pricing that you can trust them with your kitchen, bathroom, or basement remodel. Other companies give you an attractive-looking bid and add on the cost of materials later, so you end up spending way more than you expected. Premier Home Remodels gives you a detailed bid that will only change should they run into an unexpected issue that must be fixed. Premier Home Remodels shows you that they are the right choice for the job by keeping you informed every step of the way. All labor is under warranty for up to one year after completion and inspected when the job is finished. You can rely on Premier Home Remodels to get your custom remodel done right the way you want it. Set your consultation today. Call 888-679-0288, 888-679-0288, or visit klzradio.com slash remodel. Putting reason into your afternoon drive, this is John Rush. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. We're going to have a special guest here at the bottom of the hour. Brian Clark will be joining us on China and the war and different things along those lines, potential war with them, I should say, how to keep the China war from picking up. We'll talk to him in just a few minutes. Prior to that, there was an article I saw today that bothered me. Not that there aren't articles that bother me on a daily basis, but this one especially did. This is in the ColoradoSun.com. Yes, it is a liberal website that I read on a regular basis because I like to see what the other side says. Joe, Jersey Joe does that quite a bit as well, although he will comment and have exchanges and so on, and he's got more time than I, so I'm glad he does that because I don't have time for that. But there's a change to Colorado's transportation funding process that was tucked in a free transit bill, and it's got rural leaders, by the way, on both sides of the aisle, livid. So... What happened is there's a short amendment to a bill adjusting a grant program that supports free bus and train rides, and it's raising hackles among rural Colorado leaders who say it would change how transportation projects are funded. The amendment to House Bill 1101, approved by the Colorado State Senate just last month, would reverse a process that began in 1992 with rural and urban communities each at the table discussing how to spend transportation dollars. This turns over a process that has worked for well over 30 years into one fell or with one fell swoop with no public hearings, no public testimony in an oversight or sorry, in an overnight change. This comes from uh, Diane Bush, 
a six-year Route County commissioner who served as chair of the Colorado Department of Transportation Northwest Transportation Planning Region. This will hurt the economy of the Western Slope. It will disenfranchise rural state rural areas across the state. This should not be an amendment. It's a major overhaul of how we've done things in Colorado for decades. In other words, the big city will determine how transportation is done statewide. And the rural areas don't get a seat at the table. Now, why does that bother someone like me? Because I care about rural Colorado. They should have a seat at the table. There's no reason why the city, quote-unquote, is making all the decisions for the rest of the state. It's just wrong. Blatantly wrong. Now, those of you that live in rural areas, which our signal reaches a lot of the rural area in Colorado, you should be livid as well. Not that I'm a fan of public transportation in general, but this isn't just about public transportation. There's a lot of things that fit into this that I'm afraid to say we'll be lucky to make it out to rural areas. So transportation funding in the U.S. is a blurry blurry stew, I should say, of acronyms that makes it, it challenging to follow the flow of federal funding dollars. The federal system got an overhaul with the Intermodal Surface Transportation Act of 1991. The landmark legislation replaced a federal funding system focused on urban roads and removed population density as the primary consideration for federal grants. The federal legislation directed states to form regional transportation groups to help raise rural voices in funding decisions. Rural communities have long argued that transportation funding from gas taxes in Colorado should be distributed based on lane miles, the total distance of all roads, or even roads or even vehicle miles traveled, which is the total distance traveled on all roads. While only about 22% of the state's population live in rural areas, 78% of the state highways are there and 39% of the miles traveled on Colorado roads are rural areas. CDOT's 10-year strategic plan, released in 2019, showed Colorado ranked 47th in the country for the condition of rural roads. And yeah, I've driven a lot of those roads, and those of you that live out in those areas, you can, you can, you know, amen me on what I'm saying when it comes to how bad our rural roads are. The agency plans to spend $800 million to repair 2,600 miles of rural pavement between 2020 and 2030. Now, I'll tell you really quick, $800 million doesn't even come close to doing what's needed in those rural areas. CDOT funding plan starts with 15 transportation planning regions guided by commissioners uh, made up of locally elected leaders. They call those TR, or, sorry, TPRs. Those TPR commission members make up recommendations to the State Transportation Advisory Committee. So how does the amendment affect this? The bill now says that the Transportation Commission shall update its ruling governing the ruling, it, its rules governing the statewide transportation process and transportation planning regions to adjust the boundaries of the transportation planning regions. Any matter that ensures that the state's population is proportionally and equitably represented on the Transportation Advisory Committee. In other words, they're going to do it based on population, not on lane miles or anything else that they've considered in the past. So in other words, if you don't have a very populated area, you're screwed. Bottom line. And they did that in one fell swoop. So yes, there are people on all sides, of, especially the rural areas, all sides of the aisle, I should say, that are upset about this. It, by the way, is no surprise that Senator Faith Winter, being the ultra-communist that she is, 
She is a Westminster communist or Democrat and a lead sponsor of the bill. And that introduced the amendment briefly in the hearing, saying the changes to the geographic makeup of TPRs were at the request of CDOT. The bill and amendment passed the committee in a five to zero vote. So, again, thank a communist or the communist Faith Winter for this if you live in rural Colorado. And if you're a Democrat in rural Colorado, you're an, you're just an idiot. Sorry, you're a moron. Because it's your party that's doing this to you. So if you want to read more about this, uh, you can go right to the ColoradoSun.com website, read it there. But bottom line, those of you in rural, Ameri- rural Colorado, I should say, not rural America, but rural Colorado, are, are going to... Um, You're going to get shortchanged in all of this when it's all said and done. Mark my word. You're already getting shortchanged as it is. This is just making it worse, by the way. Bruce Simmons is up next. And uh, he can help you, by the way. uh, And he was on today, by the way, with Al Smith at Golden Eagle Financial, helping out on his program. But if there's anything you need when it comes to a reverse mortgage, give Bruce a call. Even just a question. Call him and ask. He'd be happy to answer. 303-467-7821. There is a reverse mortgage that can work for your specific situation, even with rising interest rates. Certified reverse mortgage professional Bruce Simmons will help you understand why a proprietary reverse mortgage could make sense for your unique circumstances. The advantage is that unlike a traditional reverse mortgage, those 55 and older can qualify for a proprietary loan. Using two decades of industry experience, Bruce will go through your options, explaining the benefits of doing proprietary or a traditional reverse mortgage now and what that might look like in your future. With either loan type, you may have the option to pay off your mortgage, contributing to your retirement fund, or both with the additional cash flow that a reverse mortgage can give you. Bruce Simmons will help you understand when and why reverse mortgage is the right choice for you with a free consultation at klzradio.com slash reverse. Schedule online now at klzradio.com slash reverse. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Speaking of Al Smith, he is next. He is our financial advisor. Give Al a call today, 303-744-1128. Maximize the full potential of your nest egg. Discover what a meaningful retirement means to you with a fresh look at your retirement plan from Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. Al will help you explore what's important to you in retirement. By understanding what you're going to spend your time doing, Al can create a projection of where your finances are now and where they need to be. Establish your priorities for retirement that feels purposeful to you by tailoring your plan to accommodate what matters most to you. Have confidence in the longevity of your nest egg now with Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial. That way, when you finally crack your nest egg open, you can use it to lead to the fulfilling retirement you choose. Call now at 303-744-1128, 303-744-1128, or visit klzradio.com money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors and SEC-registered advisor. Geno's Auto Services next. Anything your vehicle needs, full bumper-to-bumper service, 303-794-6700, or find them at genosautoservice.com. Take advantage of Geno's Alignment and Tire Rotation Special for $99.99. Snow has stayed on the ground thanks to cold temperatures, creating potholes and other driving hazards. We all know tires have a way of finding those holes, wreaking havoc on your car's suspension. Also know that an Alignment and Tire Rotation will help get even wear and longer life out of your tires. For over 40 years, Geno's Auto Service has been serving Littleton and customers along the front range. 
As members of Colorado Select Auto Care, we'll back up our work with Napa's nationwide peace of mind warranty. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Don't forget to check out all Geno's Google reviews for a good snapshot of the business. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. We are AAA approved and located at Bowles and Platte Canyon. Take advantage of Geno's $99.99 alignment and tire rotation special. Some restrictions apply. See Geno's for details. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J. Now, back to Rush to Reason. Brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And that last little segment I talked about, that is still working its way through the legislative process. You can still uh, chime in on that. That's not a totally passed uh, you know, bill into law yet, but uh, you need to be aware of that and be paying attention to that as you live in, uh, those of you that live in rural Colorado, of course. Brian Clark joining us now. Brian, welcome. How are you? Great. How are you, John? I'm doing good. Thanks for joining us. Welcome back, by the way. And uh, you've got a piece, by the way, in DefenseOne.com talking about how to keep the China war from picking up, which I know there's a, you know, y- y- we don't hear about that much in the mainstream media, but I've been following that pretty closely. And there's some folks out there that are really, really nervous about that. So how do we keep that from happening? Yeah. So, John, one of the things we were looking at is, how do you better position uh, U.S. forces to be able to respond if there is a confrontation with China? Uh, because run, right now, what um, in, in a lot of ways, it's a pickup game where uh, China does something and then we're going to mobilize right. you know, all the units out there to stand by to, to fight. Um, and so Congress in the last uh, defense authorization bill uh, established this new command that's supposed to take over and essentially become the, the standing joint headquarters where they're going to start you know, building up a staff and, and building plans and being, standing by to be able to try to intervene um, for a variety of situations that China could present. So uh, give that, you know, commander out there more support uh, in thinking through how do you start preparing for a confrontation with China and then maybe do a better job of deterring China um, rather than just sort of standing by waiting for the, the big one to happen. So if China knows, which they know most everything that goes on for various reasons, Brian, we know that. I, I think it's very, very hard in today's world to keep too many things a secret. I know they don't know everything, but let's face it, they know a lot, and they were just sending you know balloons across the continent and you know all sorts of things where I just feel like they know a whole lot more than we probably even think they do. Is us building this up and doing this, does that help in that relationship or does it hurt it? Well, I think it, it, it can help. You know, so part of what uh, this would do would be to, you know, make more apparent uh, the U.S. support to Taiwan and the U.S. Okay. Uh, interest in, in preventing uh, co- you know, conflict in the region. Um, I think, you know, China's leaders will try to portray anything like this as escalatory because uh, they would like to sure. just have, you know, the run of the place. Uh, and they don't like the idea of uh, the U.S. acting on behalf of its allies out there. They don't want any accountability. Yeah, in, in, right, right. But in a lot of ways, this uh, this new staying joint headquarters, um, the uh, you know, increased presence that the Marines uh, and the Navy and the Army have all talked about putting out there uh, into countries like the Philippines, like Japan, um, and even more rotational training in Taiwan, you know, it's all there to try to uh, basically put China on notice that we're going to be there to confront them, even if China chooses to do something less than an invasion. And okay. I think that's one of the concerns of U.S. leaders now is that China could ch- take other paths to try to get Taiwan to re- you know, rejoin the fold. Um, so like blockades, 
uh, like quarantines. You know, during mm. the Cuban Missile Crisis, we quarantined Cuba. China could do the same thing against Taiwan. Um, or they could take one of these outlying islands that's part of Taiwan, but that might be less, you know, less of a mm-hmm. uh, conflict, you know, than the U.S. might intervene on. But if the U.S. forces are out there, they can sort of help to step in and, you know, mm-hmm. dial down the temperature and maybe de-escalate. How big of a fear should, you know, the average American have when it comes to, you know, just China in general? It's, I mean, I'd say that it's, you know, maybe not the biggest concern, but it's, you know, probably in the the middle of the the range. I mean, there's bigger, obviously, Americans have bigger concerns when it comes to, you know, inflation, the economy, the potential for a recession, all that stuff. Um, You know, and uh, when it comes to, you know, an adversary who's maybe less predictable uh, and could, you know, go nuclear, Russia is probably a much more likely opponent for that. But I'd say China is the the big threat uh, in terms of uh, kind of the longer term, you know, uh, security of the United States and its its economic health, you know, because China does have a goal of, trying to replace the United States in a lot of areas as the, as the dominant power. Um, and so the U.S. has taken some pretty aggressive action of late to try to put China back in a box. You know, the whole export controls mm-hmm. that the Biden administration put on place and semiconductors right. really put, put a crimp in the uh, you know, Chinese semiconductor industry. And uh, the, um, the, the work that the U.S. has been doing to try to build up a capacity here for, you know, battery manufacturer, you know, try to onshore more semiconductor manufacturing, those are all designed to kind of take China out of this role as being the leader in these mm. critical new technologies. And so I think, you know, that there's this across-the-board effort going. The part that I don't see as much effort in, I see a lot of effort on the, you know, semiconductor mm-hmm. and economic side, but there hasn't been nearly as much on the military side agree. to try to better use the force we have. I mean, I understand you can't, you know, rebuild the military today. You can't, we can't dramatically grow the military in a short period of time. But you can certainly, you know, use what we have a lot more, a uh, lot smarter, a lot more effectively. Yeah, that I, that I will not disagree with. The thing I worry most about China personally is a couple of things. Number one, I don't think they're doing as well, you know, economically and even inside of their own country as they claim they are. I, I think they have a lot of problems and a lot of things going on that really aren't aren't publicized, and I've always said, and we'll keep saying, desperate people, desperate countries do desperate things. And so the thing I worry about with with China is just, you know, when they get desperate, what do they actually do? And I don't have a fear of China, to your point earlier, launching any kind of a nuclear attack against the U.S. other than a nuclear EMP strike where they know it would just cripple us and they could swoop in and kind of come in and do things that way. I worry more about China in that light than I do, you know, them launching any kind of a nuclear warhead. Absolutely. I agree with you. I think the uh, the concerns you know, with China could be much more about this undermining of our you know, economy through you know, things like EMP or you know, unmanned vehicles. Right. Um, the use of you know, undersea unmanned vehicles off the U.S. coast could uh, you know, put our ports you know, into some kind of uh, you know, stasis while they have to do yep. a bunch of inspections and look for these vehicles. So it could really disrupt our port operations, and, and that would really be bad for our economy uh, if we had um, – you know, these unmanned vehicles off the U.S. coast. So I think China could do a lot of things that really would degrade the U.S. economy. But, um, you know, the, the, the idea of a, a conflict between the United States and China is maybe not as imminent, I think, as, as yep. maybe some people have yep. portrayed. Uh, and by the way, I don't, I don't disagree with that. One thing, and I was going to talk about this yesterday, I didn't get a chance to, and I knew you were coming up today, and you're more of an expert than I, and I've been reading some of this, and I don't know what to make of this yet. I haven't done enough studying, but there's some talk now of the 
spy cranes. And for those of you out there listening, we as a country, and I don't know why, but we as a country use, because I guess they're more advanced and they're less expensive, we use a lot of cranes made in China that offload you know, uh, you, you know, containers and things like that. And a lot of the terminals, Brian, you were just talking about a moment ago. Now there's discussions out there of, of China spying through those cranes themselves. So it's not just balloons that we've had. We're now talking about the cranes themselves potentially being a spying apparatus for China. How much of a fear or truth to that is there? Um, I, I mean, I think that there's certainly a vulnerability that the U.S. is dependent upon China for some of this heavy equipment manufacturing. The U.S. is also you know, dependent upon Russia for things like uh, large forgings and casting. True. Because Russia still has you know, the kind of dominant machinery uh, or machine parts and, and machine equipment uh, manufacturing capability. But, but yet yeah, on China's behalf, you know, they, they've got most of the crane manufacturing. The U.S. is highly dependent upon that. The U.S. is dependent upon dry docks, uh, floating dry docks from Japan or Japan, from China in some cases. So, you know, China has you know, built up the heavy industry that now the world depends on. Um, and so, yes, you, so you could have a situation where these cranes present an, an opportunity for Chinese surveillance uh, because they've got a lot of equipment in them and it's hard to necessarily inspect everything to ensure it's, you know, what, what you asked for. Right, right. And, and by the way, Brian, for all of you listening, senior fellow and director at the Center for Defense Concepts and Technology at the Hudson Institute. And frankly, you know, Brian, uh, when it comes to a lot of things we just got done talking about, and, and I realize as a country, we offshored a lot of different things. We did it for various reasons. We did it for cost measures. We did it for environmental issues, because some of the things you just mentioned are not super friendly when it comes to the environment. So we offshored some of those things. And I guess the question I have for you on the defense side of things I feel those were big mistakes in doing that. I know there's a price to pay to have those things made here, but did we screw up in offshoring a lot of that stuff? In retrospect, yeah. I mean, so the U.S. Uh, you know, was you know, with the globalized economy, with uh, the desire to gain efficiencies. Obviously, you would send things overseas that were more efficiently manufactured there for, as you noted, environmental reasons or because labor was cheaper or those countries were willing to make their own government investments in those industries. Uh, but now we're sort of you know, paying the price for that because heavy equipment manufacturing is happening in China. Forgings are coming from Russia. You know, semiconductors are coming from Taiwan. Right. Um, and the U.S. is having to rebuild those industries, uh, which is going to be less efficient. You know, but that's going to be uh, necessary to ensure some stability in the supply chain. Uh, and then, you know, in the case of semiconductors, at least ensure that there's a, a supply source for, yep. you know, critical infrastructure and military systems in the event that China, Taiwan and China get into some kind of confrontation. Agreed. Agreed. Website is defense1.com. We'll link this article that Brian wrote up as well. Brian, as always, appreciate you joining us. And you, you, know, you kind of become now a regular. We've had you on a couple of different times now, and we'll continue to do so. And I appreciate your expertise. Well, thanks, John. It's great being here. Appreciate it. Uh, and have a great day. We'll do it. Brian, appreciate it very much. And, uh, you know, it's nice to talk to somebody that has a lot more knowledge on this than I, and yet at the same time have some validation that the thoughts that we have are not far off. So appreciate Brian very much. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Anything you need, they've got a great deal right now on water heaters. Call and ask how that works. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE.
You know a repair won't be cost-effective in the long run. It's just another Band-Aid to defer replacing your water heater. Make the investment in a tank or tankless water heater with High Five Plumbing now. Standing behind their work with a two-year parts and labor warranty, High Five will accept nothing less than service that ends with a high five. Working with the experts to find a long-term solution not only saves you on repairs, it saves you needless stress and anxiety anticipating the next repair. As your unit gets older, you face potential water damage, loss of hot water, and increased utility and repair bills. Work with plumbers who earn your approval with transparency, excellence, communication, and above and beyond service. Mention KLZ for your wave service fee and limited time offer of $200 off a tanked water heater or $500 off a tankless water heater provided by High Five Plumbing. Call now at 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. That's 877-934-4445. High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. Absolute Electric Heating and Air, all of your HVAC and electrical in one place. Call 720-526-0231. You just found out that you need to replace your furnace, and you have no idea where that money is going to come from. Relax. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air has peace of mind financing with low monthly payments and interest as low as 0%. Financing is available no matter what kind of service you need and is available via your technician so you can get what you need done faster and easier than with any other company. The replacement you need can be affordable and stress-free for you and your family with a culture of service, excellence, and growth. Absolute is committed to your satisfaction. They ensure that with their Absolute guarantee. You deserve to be at ease. Ask about your financing options when scheduling any service with Absolute Electrical Heating and Air at 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com slash absolute today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. I got a message earlier, text message from Principal Mary Brown. She is principal at Chess and uh, making sure that I was aware of the uh, first Satan Club that opened at an elementary school. And yes, I had unfortunately read about that. And I will tell you one thing, that is nothing that you have to worry about when it comes to Colorado Heritage Education School System. Number one, they're helping homeschoolers that come alongside. Number two, they've got brick and mortar where if you need some help, they can help you with that as well. And no, there will be no satanic worship uh, after school classes at Colorado Heritage dot you know, Colorado Heritage School System, I should say. You can find them. I meant to say it this way. You can find them at coloradoheritage.org. And please, if you're a homeschooler and you're looking for somebody to come alongside, that's the place to go. Coloradoheritage.org. Give your kids the education and experience that honors God and that is good for your children. Colorado Heritage Education School System, or CHESS, comes alongside homeschooling families, helping them to provide a Christian conservative educational experience. They are an independent school as well as a brick-and-mortar school. Chess offers a variety of extracurriculars in the arts with choirs for ages K-12, through ensembles, drama classes, and art classes. They offer fun activities like a drama dinner theater and high school hangouts for the students, so there are plenty of opportunities. Open your eyes to the woke agenda being pushed in public schools and even private schools. Take back control of your child's education with Chess. This is the right education for you and your family. You can homeschool, and with Chess, you can pick your child's personalized Christian education. With over 40 classes to choose from, Chess has been helping Colorado families homeschool for over 30 years, and they can help you too. 
Go to coloradoheritage.org to schedule a meeting with the principal today. That's coloradoheritage.org. Not only do you own your own business, but you also manage it, work for it, and run it. It makes sense that you're tired of your business running you. Change that with coaching from small business coach John Rush. When you're in that situation, you can't afford to just stop what you're currently doing. You need outside help. Otherwise, you're just putting another job on yourself. John's years of experience as the owner of a small business himself allows him to help you set realistic and attainable goals that change the way you approach your work. When you commit to working with John, he can help you make your business more profitable in six months or less. Email John Rush right now to get your operation running for you again. Set up a free 30-minute consultation at john at rushtoreason.com. That's john at rushtoreason.com. Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash john. This isn't rage radio. This is real, relatable radio. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Representative Gonzalez from El Paso County, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great, thanks. Uh, hey, John, I just I heard your last segment before uh, the bottom of the hour where you were talking about, uh, you know, transportation bills. Yes. Uh, you know, yeah, that's going to affect we, guys like, you know, people like you out in rural, rural Colorado. Yeah, I've got a lot of southeast, uh, as a county commissioner, the southeast part of the, uh, El Paso County. Uh, and then we do have a rural transportation authority as well. But we keep seeing even just general transportation funds, Denver Metro, Boulder, greater percentage than their population. Uh, I mean, they're big areas, but they're getting greater percentage. El Paso County usually gets cheated a little bit. Uh, we saw this also workforce center uh, dollars that came down a couple of years ago. Uh, we saw Denver get a huge amount and El Paso County lower than our population. And so I do ask residents, you know, uh, to talk to their state representatives, state senators, and track bills that they, they're cared about mm. and, and and testify. Sign Good up point. to some of these bills. We've got some bad anti-gun bills coming out right yes, now. Yes, we do. I haven't and gotten to that yet. But, uh, well, I shouldn't say. We've been touching on and off about that here the last week or so. Uh, and, and you're correct. We've got that. But, you know, not that those aren't need to be talked about because they do but but let me tell you what uh, representative gonzalez and you know this those everyone will talk about just because of how big it is and it's going to affect every single person in the state unfortunately the thing i talked about a little bit earlier you know th- this particular uh bill and i'll, I'll get the the number right 1101 yeah, house bill 1101 that's going to affect a lot of people as well it's just not getting any press Right. And that's unfortunate. There are too many of these type bills that nobody hears about. And that's why I do ask people to sign up for their, you know, their state representatives, mm-hmm. state senators. A lot of times they have a distro list and they will update you on those bad bills that's going to affect their pocketbooks and, and not even realize it. Like you said, the gun buzz bills, everybody's going to hear about it. There's a lot of other ones that are going to hurt us, hurt our pocketbooks that go under the radar, that's the best way is go to those town halls and sign up with your local representatives or senators because we need to testify against these bad bills. As a county commissioner, uh, I work with our county's association at the state level to oppose bad bills, and so I I ask residents to do the same thing. And you do a great job of doing that on on the radio. Well, thank you. Representative Gonzalez, I appreciate it very much. Thanks for joining us. And, yeah, I wanted folks to know just so that, you know, individuals like you, we've got a lot of people that listen to us in rural Colorado and you know, I, I guess I'm rural at heart, even though I live in the suburbs. I'm still rural at heart and, you know, kind of grew up that way. And I think it's very important. No, absolutely. Hey, God bless. Thank you very much. I appreciate that and, and appreciate the vote of confidence. 
as well. And by the way, he's a great county commissioner, so I, I appreciate all that he does uh, for us in El Paso County. And, and I wish we had, I really wish we had him in Jefferson County, to be honest with you. We wouldn't have some of the issues going on there that you guys hear me talk about from time to time as well. So, no, I appreciate that very much. And, yes, there's some very bad gun bills going on as well. Uh, I've talked a little bit about that, and I will continue to talk about that. One other thing, we talked about uh, education a little bit earlier, the club, which Charlie told me in my ear, according to the organizer of said club, it's not really a satanic worship club. It's sort of a non deity, you know, non-religious, you know, they're not getting into anything. But I will tell you from looking at the logo and things that they're actually using that you could have fooled me and probably a lot of other people. And I just honestly don't think that's the way to do things. If you want to say that that is the kind of club that it is, then say so. But don't call it the satanic, you know, the the Satan worship club. So in other school news, I don't have a lot of time to, to, to focus on this, but I wanted to touch on this. I had this in yesterday's uh, my yesterday's topic so just didn't get a chance to get to it this is up north there's an elementary school that had private emails that showed secret plans to defy parents wishes on transitioning their child which really quick by the way speaking of transitioning i just got a text message i have not verified this yet so don't quote me on this maybe charlie you can but from what i am reading jill biden presented an International Women of Courage Award today to a biological male. So in other words, somebody that's a male wanting to become a female, which we are glorifying that to the point where it's like you are all on the funny farm train to, I don't know where, Crazyville. You're on the crazy train. These are not women. These are demented, psychologically unstable, insane men that want to become a woman. Because there's no sane man out there that would want to be a woman. Trust me in that. Trust me. No sane man wants to become a woman. Charlie says, say why? Um, I'm not insulting women. Please don't take it that way. It's just men, if you, how do I want to say this? In a non-offensive way. We have things going on as men that we frankly don't want to be, we don't want to change into a woman for. Numerous things. One of them being the line to the bathroom. And I know that's been a joke on the Babylon Bee this past week or so, but literally little things like that to where men understand some of the, I think women would even say this, the advantages that we have. In that, in that way. Now, there's other advantages women have, of course, that we men don't have. And it's why we're different, by the way. We're not meant to be the same. And if I'm offending anybody by saying that, I'm, so, I'm not sorry. I'm just not sorry. We're different. God made us different. Women have the ability to do things that we don't, and we have the ability to do things you don't. And we men love you for that, by the way. And I hope you ladies love us in the same manner because we complement one another. We don't compete with one another. Literally, we complement one another. And I want to make sure that we say it that way in that manner because that's exactly how we do. So I guess, I guess that was a true story. Charlie, is that correct? 
Okay, the Charlie's thinking it's Joe that actually gave the award, not Jill. Now, keep in mind they're on the same team. So does it really matter whether it's Jill or Joe? You could really say the Bidens gave this award out, and it was yesterday. And yes, it was to a transgender individual, which I will always call a male. They might want to call themselves female, but they are, in fact, male. So, you know, back to my original discussion to where we've got now a school, an elementary school, keeping things secret from parents is just 1,000% wrong, folks. I don't know... um, how this all came about and who found out this was going on. And I believe it was in the Pudi Valley School District. But this is 1,000% wrong. Should not be happening. Uh, I guess this was at Laurel Elementary. And again, there were just emails going around basically subverting the parental side of things, which which frankly should never happen in school period. American National Insurance is up next. And whatever you need when it comes to insurance, give Paul Lewinberger a call today. He would love to help you with whatever insurance needs you have. Just just talking to him myself today, 303-662-0789. You love your spouse. That's why you married them. Every time you look down at your ring, it reminds you of your wedding day, the precious commitment you made to one another, and the vows you exchanged. Until one day you look down, and it isn't there. Make sure that beautiful representation of your love for one another is covered this February with Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance. Putting your wedding ring on the policy protects you in case you lose it, it gets stolen, or even in the case that the stone falls out. Ideally, you never look down to find it isn't there, but give yourself the assurance that you're protected. Let's say everything goes according to plan and you don't have to make a claim for three years. You'll be getting back 25% of what you paid in premiums three years ago. And in both cases, your spouse will be happy. Protect the investment you made in your love now by calling Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance at 303-662-0789. Again, 303-662-0789. Stay up to date with Rush to Reason after the show on Twitter at Rush to Reason. So, yes, Charlie Verified sent an article to me right now, or I'm just now reading it. And thank you, uh, Texter, for bringing this to my attention. This Woman of Courage Award was given to a transgender activist who is a biological male. Tell me how that's a woman of courage. That's a man of, I don't know what, courage I don't think is one of them. You didn't give it to a woman. That's how sick and twisted the left is, by the way, folks. Sick and twisted. We'll be right back. Hour three is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.